Welcome to the Under 8 Podcast, a three times per week college basketball show brought to you in under eight minutes at the time of recording. It is Thursday, February 15th, 10.45 p.m. My name is Josh Malnix. On today's pod, Caitlin Clark became the NCAA Women's Basketball Career Scoring Leader. Let's talk about that and more right now on the Under 8 Podcast. Caitlin Clark needed eight. She got 49. Caitlin Clark needed eight. She got it in like 77 seconds. Caitlin Clark needed eight. She got 23 in the first quarter of Iowa's 106-89 win over Michigan. Josh, if you're going to break a record, you might as well do it on a 49-point night. And if you're going to break a record, you might as well do it on a 40-footer uh crossover off balance just the most caitlin clark of caitlin clark shots that you could absolutely make uh it was a spectacular night um a historical night and caitlin going 49 on 16 of 31 shooting just makes it even better that first quarter was laugh out loud ridiculous that's the (laughs) phrase that i have come up with for it i mean she scores on the first what was the first two possessions so then you go, okay, she's within one shot. And mm-hmm. my first thought was, if I'm her, I don't care what happens in the next possession, I'm launching some kind of deep three-pointer. And it took a couple of possessions because they turned the ball over. But then she did exactly that. Yeah. Because why not? You've already why? decided that, that doing this at home is a big deal. Clearly, she's feeling it. So it's mm-hmm. not like it's a terrible shot to take. And right, of course, she makes it, and within three minutes of game time, she has the record. And all of a sudden, I was calling a timeout with, you know, basically the entire game left because yeah. that's the only thing you can that's do. That's what after. you do, yeah. right? <laughs> right. For LeBron forever. I mean, we didn't have a ceremony in the middle of the game like we did for LeBron, but forever scoring scoring records broken will translate to stoppage in time stoppage in the game to uh to give it its proper uh attention whether she wanted that timeout to be called or not that timeout was getting called totally totally i mean she was on pace for 92 and 16 at the end of the first quarter (laughs) (laughs) and only yeah only finished with 49 and 13 and by the way should have had a fifth assist in the first quarter now if you want to say the one that got deflected because that should have been tipped and not counted as an assist. So maybe it evens out that it was four, but she had another great pass that led to a foul that, in my opinion, you should get an assist for because she made that play as well. Mm-hmm. I think she counted for all but two of their points in the first quarter. It was as good as I have, not that I watch every game she plays and you can easily take it for granted, but that was as impressive as I have ever seen from her. She was, and then she hits the three and gets fouled. I mean, it was, it was just, la- I was laughing. It was that preposterous what she was doing in that first quarter. That's why you break it at home. It's why, it's why, and we talked about it a little bit, but it's why you break it at home. I mean, it was 12 times more awesome. Cause I mean, and maybe it's just, you know, if she's playing at Nebraska, for example, that people in the building understand and it would still be cool. And I'm sure it would have been, but. That's um that's why you do it at home because I mean it couldn't have been 
It couldn't have been sicker. No. See, the counter to that is also she didn't score a point in the fourth quarter and she scored 23 in the next quarter. Yeah. There was something, and anyway, we, we, we've talked about this. We don't need to get back into that. You, you're right. It, today, the story is that she broke the record and it really could not have gone any better. She no. was completely unfazed and just continued to get better and better from this instead of it stressing her out. Got it out of the way early so then she could just keep knocking down shots. It was, it was remarkable. And by the way, now she's chasing Pete Maravich. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is the question I wanted to throw out there is we're not going to know the answer until the end of the season and until she decides whether she's going to come back again or not. But if they win the national championship, let's just say, does she have the greatest college basketball career of all time? If she ends with the the men's and women's all-time scoring record for NCAA plus a final four or national championship game appearance plus a national championship or even plus another final four trip. Because mm-hmm. we're, we're at least in that conversation, depending on how much team success they have and how this all plays out. Because statistically, I, I'm not having the conversation if she doesn't if she doesn't win if she doesn't win a national championship. I'm not interested in having the conversation. And I think that's the the big thing. That's pretty much where I am too. You can have the most impressive statistical career, but I can't I can't um, I can't go all the way to the greatest college career if you if you don't win a title. Because those think, are two different things. Yeah, those are two different things, and you know we can have the goat conversation in a lot of different places kind of boils down to that like lebron's career is statistically unmatched forever but that doesn't necessarily translate to is the greatest basketball player the nba has ever seen not necessarily um i think that's probably like like if she wins a title then i think it's and in you know in theory challenges pete maravich then like i mean what else do you want her to do but um, but that would be my answer to that. Yeah, it, it's an interesting situation to be in because she's part of the way there with the team success, right? They've yeah. been very good. They made a national championship game. Sure. So if you put another run on top of that, now we're talking about two trips to the national championship game in four years. And well, you're also talking have... about could never win a national championship. Got right. there, was never able to do it. Right. That's also There's... in the first sentence if of the team success the team success section of her of her you know wiki right it's there for the taking if they can pull this off that that's really what i'm getting at here is it's a very interesting conversation if all of these things happen it's a big if though and i'm with you that i would feel differently depending on how this plays out which is why we got to wait to litigate it there there was just something i was thinking about as she was doing this though is the, the pieces are kind of at least there for her to put together to make a really strong argument if everything goes perfect. Yeah. And she'll have to be absolutely insane for Iowa to win the national championship this year. Like there's no, there's no, that would be the other part of it. Like Mm -hmm. South Carolina is not losing to an Iowa team that doesn't have like a 40 point Caitlin Clark performance. It's probably not happening. Like, so she would have to be, insane 
for six straight games, which would also be obviously be yep. part of it. Um, Iowa it, it, on the to take a step back, Iowa 106 89, number four in this week's poll, 23 and three, 12 and two in the Big Ten. Um, Ohio State 13 and one in the Big Ten. Those two teams play each other one more time before the season is over in the last game of the season. So one game back, but still um, there's there's a head-to-head up in the air there as well. But uh, Iowa getting the win on a very, uh, in a very historic night uh, for college basketball in general, but of, but of course, Caitlin and Clark in particular. Let's move into another impressive outcome from a night ago. South Carolina in their tracks stopped by Bruce Pearl's Auburn tires. 101 to 61, Josh. 101 to 61. Yep. That's um you're rolling and then you're not rolling. I mean, Auburn shot 61% from the field, 60% from the three-point line. South Carolina failed to get to 20 made field goals, three of 15 from three-point line. Uh, I mean, lopsided lopsided and I don't totally know how to feel about it because I still am not totally sure like how good South Carolina is and how good Auburn is. And, but on this particular night, it was 40 points better than, uh, than the Gamecocks. And that's no matter how you slice it. And we can get into how much better Auburn is at home than they are just about everywhere else. But on this particular night at Auburn, it was, it was quite the performance from, from the Tigers. Yeah, South Carolina did have a seven-game winning streak heading into this game. That's correct. One conference loss on the road. Mm. So it's not like they've done this before. <laughs> they right. certainly haven't. However, now, to be fair, they got smoked in their other away loss. Yes, they did. Is, get, they got yeah. torched twenty. Yes, was, so you've lost by a combined sixty-seven points in, in the two, state of Alabama. In the state of Alabama, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I I think I do know what to make of this. And you you mentioned it there. And this is just generally, I feel like, been something that's true of Auburn. Good luck beating them in that building. Yeah. They are as good as any team in the country at home in terms of how difficult it is to go into that place and win. Yeah. And we don't talk about it that way. But that is what they have become, and that is certainly what they are this season. Is that enough to win the SEC? No, probably not. Mm-hmm. Because they're not particularly good on the road. And we talked about this three-game stretch that they're now two-thirds of the way through and how much that was going to tell you and what happened. They laid a dud on the road against Florida, and they blew the doors off South Carolina at home. Yeah. I wasn't... Uh, I probably would have expected them to win this game by at least 10, certainly not 40, but it's the same thing. I expected them to handle Alabama pretty easily because they're just that good at home. Yeah. Does that translate to the NCAA tournament? Probably not because I feel like it's more of a home thing than a not being on the road thing. Cause mm-hmm. that's always the interesting part of this too is, and you can have this conversation with Kansas as well. Where does the neutral floor fit into that conversation? Yeah. Is that something where you're not playing in front of opposing fans, so it's okay? Or is it you're not playing in front of your fans, so it's a problem? Yeah. 
we're going to have to wait until conference tournament, NCAA tournament to really figure that out. I feel pretty confident in my answer on Auburn, though, that if you're not in that building, it's a different team. So I don't feel great about their NCAA tournament chances. I'm not getting swept away by this game. Just like I wasn't super concerned after the Florida game. It's just, oh, okay. They are not playing particularly well on the road. Still don't think they're the best team in the SEC. But they are absolutely capable of doing this to anybody. Jalen Williams is having the best stretch of the season. Their bench was fantastic. They mm-hmm. shot the lights out. And oh, by I, uh, by the way, I just want to throw this out there. Jedi Broom did make a new career high in three-pointers in this game as well. Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. 29% career three-point shooter. <laughs> He is better uh, this year, though. You got to give him that. He's improved. He he is better this year. 101-61 Auburn doing what they do inside that building. Let's uh, jump around uh, the top 25 on the women's side real quick, Josh. Uh, kind of lay out what's happened over the last couple of days. Where do you want to start? Let's start with it didn't end up being a win, but Tennessee really gave South Carolina a scare mm-hmm. up up at halftime. And then South Carolina dominated the offensive glass and Tennessee kind of fell apart offensively. And yeah, that was that. But valiant effort by the Lady Vols would have been a huge win. It's good to see South Carolina get tested. Mm-hmm. And then a couple things in the Big 12 here. Oklahoma, nine straight after beating Baylor. Now two games up in the loss column because Iowa State took 36 free throws and made 31 of them, beat Kansas State in double overtime. It's a lot of free throws. It's a lot of free throws and some clutch free throws there as well. And so this is this conference of all of these teams with Kansas State having this great season, with Texas being really highly ranked, with Baylor getting off to the start that they did. This is Oklahoma's conference. Yep. <laughs> on, the, on the way out going to the SEC, they're just sitting here at the top of the Big 12 with, again, nine straight wins. So that was one thing. And then Notre Dame, that's, uh, yeah, 43 points. Not great offensively. Nope. <laughs> NC State, fantastic defensively. I think Notre Dame had scored at least 57 points in every game this season. And, not tonight. And, but, yeah, and then that happened. So those were the things that stood out to me. There you go. There you go. Anything else from the last couple of days that you want to get to before we get out of here? Two more things. Tough stretch for Northwestern here. You lose Ty Berry, then you lose to Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got to stay on the right side of the bubble. I really want this team to make the NCAA tournament. I want to see if Boo Booey can work some magic, but not having Ty Berry is a big, big deal. So gonna have to see how that plays out. Yes. Especially when, especially when Northwestern season has been pretty cut and dry. Like they're going to struggle to beat a lot of teams yeah. if it's just Boo Booey, and they can beat almost anybody or at least ta- challenge almost anybody when he gets help. And Ty Berry, of course, one of those, one of those guys you're circling in terms of, does he get support or not? Uh, does he support Ty Berry, uh, Boo Boo or not? And uh, so to see him go down is, is obviously tough for, yeah. If Boo Booey being in the tournament this year would be a good thing for the NCAA tournament. So it'll be, it'll suck if that's, if, if they stumble down the stretch partly because of this injury and don't get it. And I stand my belief, my, by my belief that they would have had a great chance to make the sweet 16. If, if they were full strength, I really, really believe that if the matchups fell the right way. And unfortunately now, I mean, 
we may still find out they could still make it. I just will be much less confident for that exact reason because Ty Berry was that second guy. Now you don't have him. Yeah. The other thing here. Did you hear about the elevator? I did. <laughs> I did. What a strange, strange thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's a, there are a couple things going on here. One, yeah, of course, of course they get stuck in an elevator. Like that's, you know, but the other thing that's going on here is that only happens in a mid major venue like like right. a high major team is every high major venue you're running on the same floor from like on the same level of the building from your locker room or if or up a ramp or down a ramp like there's no elevators involved so of course you know they probably came from a locker room that's in the basement of that building and had to take the elevator you know take the elevator to get up to the to, to the correct floor and it's it, there's so many like, of course, that happens. Um, things going on there. If you want to think about the disparities between the teams that play each other in the NCAA tournament and that right high major versus mid major world that these teams operate in, mm -hmm. this is the same team that beat Purdue in the NCAA tournament last season. <laughs> Got stuck in an elevator, and by the way, did come back to beat LIU in overtime. So mm -hmm. good for FDU actually coming out on top. I saw they tweeted going on up or something, just not in the elevator. <laughs> nice. I'm in. <laughs> I'm into that. I'm into that very much. Yeah. No, that 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 a legitimately good point that is worth reflecting on is right. There's no way this happens in the Big Ten, in the ACC, the Big Twelve, whatever conference. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, this is. You heard kind of some of the same things about St. Peter's and what Shaheen Holloway had to do in terms of trying to get resources and not showing players the gym until they got to campus because he was scared it was gonna he was worried it was gonna scare him away. Yeah, this is this is it, it was a kind of a funny and ultimately thankfully a harmless thing, but it it does put some context behind what makes these. Cinderella runs in these upsets in the NCAA tournament. So incredible. Indeed. Indeed. Some good games this weekend. Perhaps the biggest Big East game since the realignment. Like that, that might not be an exaggeration. I'm sure there are some Villanova, like Xavier games in some of those Xavier years. But like number one UConn versus number four Marquette in stores is, uh, is something. I guess it's technically in Hartford, but you get my point. Um, in Connecticut, uh, Kansas at Oklahoma. That's another big game for a Kansas team that is hanging on for dear life in, in the Big 12. Kentucky is at Auburn. I think we just, I mean, right now, what do you think, Auburn? Like, whatever the line is, take yeah. Auburn to cover, right? <laughs> Unless Absolutely. it's 12, 15 points, yeah. There you go. I mean, and even then, you might you might need to take. I consider it, anyways. Sure. But, uh, there have been some good games this weekend. We'll be back to talk about them on Sunday afternoon, sometime. Until then, thank you so much for being here. That's the Under Eight Podcast for Thursday, February fifteenth. It is eleven oh eight p.m. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your shows. Follow the Under Eight Pod on Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube. Thank you so much for being here. We will see you on Sunday.